welcome to the What I Wish I Knew After Pregnancy Loss podcast. I am your host, Shana Southern. I am an angel mom, a rainbow mom, a pregnancy loss practitioner, and trauma-informed coach. I created the Institute of Healing Through Pregnancy Loss out of my own experience with loss in the hopes to provide understanding and healing, educating people on pregnancy loss, and creating more women or men in trained support roles. In this podcast, I hope to shed light on what I wish I knew in relation to pregnancy loss, opening up the conversation, breaking the stigma, and bringing real-life stories plus guest experts. Thank you for being here with me today, and let's dive into today's episode. Hello, beautiful souls. Shana with you. Today, I'm going to start with my story. You know, I didn't know about pregnancy loss but it was my worst nightmare come true. So let's just rewind a little bit about how I got to where I am today talking with you right now. I always wanted to have a family. You know, I'm one of four myself. I didn't want a big family though, but I wanted one or two children and, you know, that was always part of my vision. I thought falling pregnant was easy. So through my 20s, I wasn't at all concerned. I was, you know, going to get married, have sex, fall pregnant, and have a family. Shortly after trying to conceive for the first couple of years, that picture of how it was all meant to happen was showing cracks. On paper, I was the perfect person to have a child. I was fit, healthy. I didn't drink or smoke. I had a stable job, a husband, and a home. But reality was kicking in. I wasn't falling pregnant. The statement I was getting from everyone, you know, just relax, it'll happen, wasn't cutting it. We went on a holiday to the Maldives. Surely that was relaxing and surely that's where I would get pregnant. Nope. We saw a fertility specialist a couple of cycles after I was given medication from the fertility specialist. I fell pregnant. I was so excited in that moment. Everything changed my identity, I was going to be a mum, my future, and what I was going to be able to do with my baby. At the time, I was in a job that I enjoyed, but I always knew there was something more for me. It wasn't all, it, you know, it wasn't fulfilling me to its fullest potential. I always knew that there was something else. And, you know, this was it. You know, finally, my dream was coming true. We got the test from my doctor to confirm that I was pregnant and booked in for an ultrasound. Because my period was always so irregular, I didn't really know how far along I was meant to be by the time we found out and by the time we had the ultrasound. So for myself, I kind of had just, you know, worked out a time I had, you know, guessed sort of in a way. So we made the ultrasound appointment with all the excitement and the anticipation of seeing our little one. We turned up that day, waited uncomfortably long with a full bladder, only to have the ultrasound technician say, I'm sorry, I can't see anything. We will have to do an internal ultrasound. So I emptied my bladder like they told me to. I came back and I laid on the bed and we went ahead with the internal ultrasound. He then delivered those life-altering words. I'm sorry, there's no heartbeat. In that moment, the room was void of all sound. 
I felt everything was sucked out. You know, what did he just say? I never knew about pregnancy loss, but it was my worst nightmare. I remember thinking, you know, this can't be right. Keep trying. Keep looking. Keep going. I turned into my husband and I just cried and he just held me. They went out and got a senior technician to confirm, but it was the same end result. I'm sorry, it had stopped growing at seven weeks. I look back at it now, I don't have an ultrasound photo. I don't have anything from that moment apart from my memories to honor my little baby. They shuffled us back out into the waiting room and they called my doctor so she could see me straight away and tell me what was happening. I remember the walk across from the ultrasound office to the doctor's office. We were zigzagging, avoiding every single person in case they wanted to talk to us, whether we knew them or not, in case they wanted to know why we were so upset. We went straight into the doctor's office where she told me, you know, what to expect. Which, by the way, what happened in my experience was not on her list of what to expect. Although the one thing that she was quite spot on with was she told me that, you know, I was around, you know, the three week mark where your body realizes that the pregnancy isn't viable. So I would start miscarrying naturally at home, you know, that I should expect just a heavy period. And that was it. She also mentioned to keep an eye on my mental health. And obviously if my mental health was declining to seek professional support. So I went home and I waited, anticipating something that I didn't know how to anticipate. You know, what was I looking for? How would I know when it started and how would I know when it's over? I ended up experiencing contractions and severe bleeding to the point of passing out. This was not on her list. You know, my husband was Googling all of the symptoms and telling me how long things were meant to last. And I remember thinking, I'm not going to survive if this is going to last more than a couple of days. In the end, I didn't have the energy to even flush the toilet or clean up after myself. I just told my husband not to use the bathroom. This all happened over the course of the weekend. So when Monday came around, I rang the doctors. They got me in straight away and ended up calling an ambulance to take me to the hospital. So for us, the hospital here is 45 minutes away. So, you know, they gave me morphine for the pain on the trip to the hospital. The ambulance officer was incredibly beautiful. I also have epilepsy. And prior to my miscarriage, he had been sent out to my home numerous times after I had a seizure. Not ever intentionally, but I believe he was my guardian angel. My dad died when I was 19. And I think that my dad had picked out this ambulance officer to look after me, to be there for me. It's almost like he was there in every single moment that I felt like my life was falling apart. So we got to the hospital and I was met with blank stares and expressions when I told them what was happening. You know, a nurse asked me what I was going through. So I told her and I was just met with blank stares and I was like, where's, where's the comfort? Where's the empathy? Where's the compassion? Where's the emotion? I need to know that what I'm going through is okay. I was admitted into the emergency department and given pain relief for the contractions. 
at no point prior was I told they were contractions, though, until I got to the hospital and saw a gynecologist. And he also mentioned at that point that one in four pregnancies end in loss. In that moment, I was like, well, why do I feel like I am the only woman that is going through this? If this is actually one in four pregnancies end in loss, why why does it feel like no one knows what to do or what to say? The nurse, though, that looked after me in ED was absolutely beautiful. She was making a horrible situation more bearable and also amusing my husband too, uh, you know, because he was there. He witnessed everything from the very start, from the couple of days prior and on that day as well. I was told I had to have a DNC because my body wasn't sort of going to stop the miscarriage process by itself. So I was prepped for that to happen and my husband was with me the whole time. The nurse heading into the DNC, though, a different one to the one I had in the emergency department, said to me, you will be fertile after this procedure within the next few months. I was so medicated. I don't remember saying anything back to her, but afterwards I was thinking, why would you say that? What makes you think that that was helpful for me in that moment? I hadn't even had the procedure done. Do you even know what I'm going in for? I woke up by myself in recovery. No one to greet me. I was sent home with nothing but a feeling of complete emptiness. For me, this all happened in 2017. And still to this day, it's something I will never forget. This is always going to be a part of me. My baby is always going to be a part of me. The grief and the love that I experienced is always going to be a part of me. This was honestly one of the most traumatic moments of my life. And I felt like I was alone. I was lucky, though, that I had a really supportive family unit around me for my healing and recovery. And if you're listening, please don't be the one to say, just relax, it'll happen. Or you still have time, you're young. Or at least your loss was early. Learn to be there. Sit with them. Acknowledge their experience, even if you don't know what to say. Just say, I'm here. I want to thank you for being here with me today. If you like this episode, I would love for you to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Much love to you. Thank you. One in four pregnancies will result in miscarriage. One in eight women will experience infertility. One in 100 women will experience recurrent miscarriage. And one in 160 births end in stillbirth. Have you been wanting to make a difference in the lives of women or men who have experienced pregnancy loss because you can see so many suffering in silence, but you just don't know how? Collectively, we can change how bereaved parents can access mental, physical and emotional support after their experience. There is a lot of women with unhealed trauma and there is a huge gap in the current support system when it comes to bereaved parents' recovery after loss. There are too many women and men suffering in silence. The Pregnancy Loss Practitioner Certification is a worldwide, one-of-a-kind program that gives you proven methods designed for healthcare professionals, medical staff, midwives, nurses, doulas, birth workers, coaches, and angel parents alike. The Pregnancy Loss Practitioner Certification is bridging that gap. It will give you a proven support structure to follow and education specific to pregnancy loss. 
created by a loss mum. It is creating more education specifically for loss so that you can enhance your service and become the point of difference. Or you can create the support that you so desperately needed in your healing after loss. This is the next level of growth and expansion you have been searching for. So does this sound like something that you have been searching for? Let's explore this more together. You can head to the episode show notes where you'll find the program application or direct message me on Instagram and let's open up the conversation in how you can use this education. You have a gift and I look forward to supporting you and witnessing you bring your gift to the world, healing and transforming women's lives. Thank you for listening in with me today. I hope you found this episode helpful. If you did, I would absolutely love to hear from you. Take a screenshot of this episode, share it to social media and tag me at Institute of Healing underscore PL. I love seeing what is resonating with you right now. If you want to chat further, I invite you to connect with me through Instagram. Head over and follow my Instagram account, send me a DM and let's open the communication. If you want to know more about how you can be the support for others, head to the show notes and fill out the application form for the Pregnancy Loss Practitioner Certification. I want to also note here that what I share within the episodes is not medical advice. If you need further support, please consult your doctor. Thank you again. Much love to you. Be gentle with yourself and I look forward to supporting you on the next episode.